Hello and welcome to the Four Sub Podcast for this midweek special. We're doing the prediction show. Uh, I'm joined with Bristow. Hello. Hello. Uh, we're joined with Brad. Evening. We're joined with Shiz. Hi. How you doing, mate? Have you calmed down from Arsenal yet? Uh, not yet, no. I'm still, still distraught. Okay, good news. And we're joined with Jordan. And uh, before we go any further, uh, I'd just like to say, uh, you'll never walk alone, Gerard Julio. R.I.P. Um, let's get on with the show. We'll start off with the championship games. Uh, I'll go to you, George. Blackburn versus Rotherham. What do we expect from this one, fella? Well, you've got to be real, aren't you, mate? It's going to be a, it's going to be quite a loss, I think, for Rotherham. But hopefully, we can show some resilience like we did against Bristol City, and maybe we might come out with something. But I can see a Blackburn. Go on, then, give us a score. But I hate to say it, three-one, uh, mate. Three-one. I personally think that's going to be a two-nil Blackburn. Um, good result against Bristol City, but I can't see you going up there and, and beating them. What do you boys reckon? Uh, I think 5-2 Blackburn. Oh, that's a prediction, isn't it? Seven goals. Seven goals. I'll tell you what, put a fiver on it. All right, I will. All right, I will. He said he was off, he said he was off asleep when he put that on. <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Any other thoughts on that one, fellas? Yeah, I think Blackburn will win it. Um, I think Robin was, you know, there was... They played well against Bristol City, but uh, they didn't really turn up Bristol City. But you can't knock Rotherham's performance, but I think Blackburn might have a bit too much for them. I think Barry was looking down yeah. at Rotherham, that performance. Yeah, I think it was a really spirited performance, wasn't it? It was a really good performance from them. Shiz? Hmm. Uh, no, but I do wonder, George, do you ever go and watch the game and take your boots just in case they think <laughs> you might get to get up the pitch? No, I don't, mate. But uh, it's a thought for next time, though, pal. Definitely. <laughs> I reckon you'd be handy in that in that's for them. <laughs> Where do you reckon you're gonna finish this year, George? First of all, cheers. Never write off a debut at 28 year old, anyway. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You reckon? <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were in your mid thirties. <laughs> Oh, the cheek on that one. Uh, realistically, mate, I'm, I'm, I want to finish about 18th. That'd be nice. 18th, that'd be nice. nice. I love the ambition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be, I'd be on cocaine, wouldn't I, if I said uh, playoff? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> this podcast went dark. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> be on, why would you be on cocaine? <laughs> Uh, just to let everyone know uh, who listens to this podcast, I know there's only about four of you. Um, Jordan <laughs> does not do cocaine. Just to let everyone know. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Thank you very much. Not, not that we know of, anyway. I mean, it's been a sad day from Gerald Julio, RIP. Um, we'll go on to Tavora's game. Um, we, we've got a Tough old fixture at home against Chef Wednesday. I'm going to go out there and say it. 3-0 Forest, heard it first. And I am on cocaine. I'm joking. 
Uh, I've gone for three three. Three all. So you was asleep, didn't I? Where are you getting these predictions from, Risto? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just uh, you know, I think it's going to be two of the biggest high-scoring games in uh, in football tomorrow. Uh, I think um, Sammy Amiobi is going to get a hatty for Forest. Sammy Amiobi. And whoever plays for Wednesday, they'll they'll get some goals. Obviously, because they'll score three. Mm. We're going to start mm. uh, our playoff um, our playoff run starting tomorrow. Heard it first. Ah. <laughs> right, we'll get on to the Premier League games uh, starting tomorrow. Um, we've got Wolves versus Chelsea. What are we looking at that game, fellas? What do you reckon? Wolves at the moment are oh, 13th in the league. Chelsea are 5th. Chelsea coming off that loss away at Everton. And Wolves obviously losing to Villa. So both teams are going to want to win this one. Big game. I am personally think I think Chelsea will scrape that one. But it'll be a tight game, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think it's 2-1. Without Jimenez, Wolves struggle really, don't they? Without that firepower up front, he adds so much to that team. I think Chelsea will cruise, cruise it. Yeah, I'm with on that one. I think they'll cruise it. Mm. I think uh, I think Werner needs to step up. Werner's been uh, not as good as what everyone probably thought he was going to be when he's joined Chelsea. He's been pretty quiet, hasn't he? Yeah, he's missed a few sitters, hasn't he? Mm. Who would who would your back yeah. four be for Wolves, Chambers? Uh, I'd have Semedo right back. I'd have. Ooh. Well, you'd have... Is it Bowley? Uh, oh, yeah. Willie Bowley. Connor Cody. And then you'd have left-back, you'd probably have... Uh, is Johnny still there? Is that his name in Spanish? Left-back? Uh, I don't know, to be fair. That'd be, my, that'd be my back four, but I think they'll still get... Absolute, I think they'll just cruise Chelsea. What about you, Brad? What do you reckon to this one? Yeah, I mean, Chelsea have got to bounce back, haven't they? Um, poor performance against Everton. They got a bit lacklustre. But um, I've not really been impressed by Wolves at all this season. I've said it on quite a few podcasts that mm. they've been quite poor. And, you know, I put it down to their last season. I mean, Wolves last season played nearly twice as many games as anybody else, you know. They played absolutely loads, didn't they? And they might be suffering from that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I expect Chelsea scraping it, like you said. And, yeah, I expect a good performance from them because last well, last Saturday did they play Everton? They were poor, wasn't they? Mm. I, I want to be seeing a bit more of Kai Abbott, so I want him to show up t- tomorrow. Because I think he's got a bit of potential, he has. He's just not really shown it yet, has he? Yeah, and I think that's where the game's going to be won in midfield, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. It depends mm. what um, Wolves can bring to the table, I suppose, in, in that department. What do you think of Pulisic? Do you rate him? I do. I, I think he's all right, to be fair. Good little player. Yeah, steady, isn't he? Mm. Right, we'll move on to uh, City. Man City are playing West Brom. How are we looking at this one, fellas? Walk in the park. <laughs> West Brom. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many how many goals is City going to score? 
Five, at least. <laughs> what about you, Bob? What do you reckon? I I think five nil as well. I'll tell you what, if it ends five nil, I'll shave my head. I will not be surprised if Man City score about three in the first half. Maybe even the first twenty minutes. Mm. I think West Brom just won't bring anything to the table in, in that game. Yeah. Just think it's just gonna be a walk in the park. As Brad said. Mm. Bristow. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. You think it's going to be a close game? I do, yeah. I think the scoreline is going to make it look better for City than what it actually was. Do you reckon? And that's my yeah, Bristol, are you sure you haven't bumped your head somewhere, <laughs> mate? <laughs> oh, fun, honestly, mate. I wouldn't even talk when there's some of the shit that you've said in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've, no, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be close. I think City are going to win three yeah. 0 but I don't think West Brom is going to be pushing. I will just say, fellas. Yeah, they, they played played well against Newcastle. Yeah. Um, um, sorry for interrupting you, Bri. Um I'm just watching a Royal Rumble, and Sergeant Slaughter's um, walked out. He genuinely has as well. So just a shout out to Big Sergeant. Oh. <laughs> can he can he can reply yeah, to my messages, please? Um, well, I don't know what's going on, but yeah. There we go. Uh, if, if 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 you listen, if you're listening, Mister Slaughter, sir, I've I've messaged you twice yeah. now. Could you could you reply? You reckon? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if he is listening. <laughs> West Brom have got one point from six away games this season. Yeah, that, that, it's it's kind of a fool's hope going to City and trying to get anything, isn't it? Um, the, the past... well, like, like, like Bristow said, though, I mean, they've they've not looked horrendous uh, the past couple of games, West Brom. Are you joking? Did, did you see that performance against Palace? They looked like a pack of cement. <laughs> they were absolutely dreadful. Against who? Crystal Palace. Who, West Brom? Yeah, they lost 5-1. They was awful. Mm. They was awful. And to be fair, who concedes after 20 seconds? You know, the, the prefem- you know, it's supposed to be premiership football. Is the organisation is absolutely just gone. Mm. But uh, I keep saying it every week. I keep, I keep waiting for City to actually start to play decent football because, to be honest, it's only going to take one team to put a really good run together, and they will take this league. I'll tell you that now. One decent run because Liverpool look all at sea. Um, Tottenham, I don't think you can trust Tottenham. I just I think they're not going to be trustworthy in some of the games. Um, yeah, and I don't really see anyone else getting into it, to be honest. Well, do you, yeah, but after surely after that United performance, you, they look a bit shaky as well. I thought they, they looked piss poor against United. Yeah, but I just think with the depth City have got, they could just, if they just, you know, they like a light bulb, they can just switch on, can't they? Mm. And it, it could be. Curtains for everybody else, but yeah, we'll have to see, I suppose. Yeah, uh, we'll go on to Wednesday's fixtures Arsenal Southampton. We'll start with Shades. Go on, what are we looking at here? Fella? I think we're looking at Arteta's last game and uh, an absolute battering, an absolute bloody <laughs> molesting of the Arsenal defence by James. 
I can't see us getting anything out of that game because Southampton have looked at a quality team all season. Um, they've got they've got creativity, they've got um, resilience. That you know that they, they all play for each other. It's like the opposite of Arsenal, and um, it's it's the one game where I really feel like we're going to get thrashed. How would you how, how would you set up shares? I just um, I if it was me, I'd put Ozil in the team just for something different. Just to give him a, a final go, the last throw at the dice, because his career, his, his Arsenal career is on the line. So, what's he got to lose to put Ozil in the team? I mean, he's not going to, but but that's what I would do. I wouldn't play Willian. I'd play Reese Nelson on 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 the right hand side, and I'd play. I'd probably play Lacazette up front as a, as a centre forward, and I would play Aubameyang on the wing, and I'd just say. Get the ball behind the Southampton defence for Bamiang to run onto, and just get and play the ball to Lacazette's feet. That's that. That would be my tactic. Yeah. Oh, I, I just don't think Arsenal, like Man United, have got any tactics. Those years. It, it just. I, I think, like you said um, the other day about your uh, defeat to Burnley, it's just he just doesn't know what he's doing, and he he's not getting the best out of his players. And especially when I I, I do disagree with you when you said playing Lata, uh, sorry Aubameyang on the wing. I, I think he's absolutely wasted on that wing, and I don't think you should be starting Lacazette at all. I don't think he's he looks very disinterested. I think these days, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves next season. But. Mm. Uh, I think you're right. I think it is Arteta's last game because I just he, he's got he's run out of ideas and he hasn't got that luxury that uh, Ollie's got at United where he can rely on a Bruno Fernandes to. The thing is, he's not got the bollocks to play Balogun or Enketia Azi up front to start them. What's he got left to lose? No. Why wouldn't you give him a run out? Yeah, it's a bit of a it's a weird one, I, but I guarantee you they won't start tomorrow. Want either of those? Tell you what, they're a good team, Southampton, aren't they? I, I agree with you, boys. I I can see I can't see anything but a Southampton win. Personally, yeah. I can I can see being very similar to uh, uh, what's it Arsenal's game against Burnley. It's going to be a, I can see a one 0 win for Southampton, but. Arsenal just attacking, attacking, and not really shining. And I think Southampton with James Ward. Yeah. You, you give him a delivery, and he's gonna he's gonna whip in an inch perfect ball every time. It's just gonna make. Oh, do you, I'll tell you what, she's the only positive is that you ain't got Granite Jack. That's that's, that's that the massive positive for you. They've had they've had some right. they've had some good he results is. away from home as well. Southampton drew away at Chelsea, mm-hmm. beat Villa away from home. Beat Burnley, so it's going to be beat beat, uh, beat Villa convincingly yeah. as well. Yeah. Didn't they? Well, beat beat four three, didn't they? Battered. But I mean, it was a battering. Yeah, two late yeah. goals. I wouldn't have had Villa. Yeah, playing good football. Okay, we'll go on to the next the old next fixture: Bon Leeds versus Halloween, man. You asshole. What? <laughs> Go on, give us, give, well, us, give us your uh, prediction, sir. I think Leeds will. I think Leeds will put a good home performance in this time. I think I know they haven't been very good at home 
for the past few home games, but I could see Leeds uh, turn up for this one. I think they could do well. I think I think they could win it as well. Hmm. What do you reckon the score will be? Oh, there. 2-1 probably. 2-1, yeah. 3-1. What do you reckon Leeds this season? Yeah. They've not been... You can't take... You can't knock them really, can you? I think they've been fantastic. I think we've talked about it loads of times in the podcast where, you know, the tactics and, you know, they, they close down quite a lot and quickly. Uh, and sometimes they are very hard to play against and you see that in them and I think they've been an exciting prospect for to the Premier League. Mm. After all this wait for the Leeds fans of wanting to get there, they've done it and they've taken it to like to the next level for especially the cells, but and the fans as well, giving them a bit of hope, maybe, you know, pushing on to bigger things yeah. next year. I, 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 I... So I think I think there's I think they can count themselves proud at the minute and I think they'll carry it on through the whole season. Obviously, you know, they don't have any like Champions League games or anything like that. But, you know, if they can keep keep doing what they're doing, I can't see why not. I think at the minute, I think their home form just needs to be a bit better. I think this could be I'm, the start I'm of it. I'm going to go with a Newcastle win, I think. Um, I don't think Steve Bruce or Newcastle are getting the credit they deserve this season. If they win the game and then they go level on points with West Ham. Um, That's huge. This club. is what That's I mean. Big, club. big, big club. I just think they're having a good season, Newcastle. I think Leeds are having a good season as well, but no one really talks about Newcastle this season. The amount of sticks Steve Bruce got when when he was appointed, and he's um he's made he's made the haters into believers, man. <laughs> They've just been winning the games that they should be winning, and what who like everyone expects them to win the games that they have been winning. So, and that's why they're so far up the table. And that's why one win can put them right up there. Well, let me let me ask you a question, Cal. I asked this to, uh, and I'll ask you as well, Shiz. I asked this to Brad and Jordan uh, on the other podcast. Mm. I said about Steve Bruce. He's doing all right as a manager now at Newcastle. But in my opinion, surely if they're looking to push bigger, you know, massive stadium, with some absolutely tremendous fans, and got some good players in the way, surely they've got to be thinking. We can have a better manager than Steve Bruce in our in our team to push mm. us to a top seven. Right? Like, do you think you can? La- Let's say you know they can get um, a bit more money, a bit more players behind it because people like players will go to Newcastle. Uh, you know they they will see how big the stadium, see how good the the support is, and you know it, it's it's not going to be if somebody says, oh, you know, we'll, we'll splash out the cash for you to come to Newcastle. Because we're on a project, in my opinion, they shouldn't have got rid of Benitez because he was he could have led them to somewhere big. But we're, you know, they didn't. They they went from I think that was the issue. You go from Rafael Benitez to Steve Bruce, and that yeah. ain't a dig at Steve Bruce. That's just more credit to what Rafael Benitez has done to get. But I don't know. I've, in my opinion, if they're looking to get any further in this Premier League, if they're happy to stay where they are, Steve Bruce is your man. If they're looking to push further and try and break into that European spot, I think they need a, a, another top manager like Everton have with it's, Ancelotti. It's similar. I look at Newcastle similar to West Ham. Um, I'm going to say my judgment to the end of the season. At the moment, I'd, I'd, I'd see no reason why um, 
Steve Bruce couldn't get him into a European spot, just like David Moyes at West Ham. They're both doing really good jobs this season. I look at, I, I think the same question could be said for Moyes, really, because he, he realistically he failed at United. He he did a really good job at Everton, but he didn't he didn't take, do anything with Real Sociedad. Didn't do anything at United. Struggled struggled the first season with uh, first time with who was he at Sunderland? He was at, yeah with Sunderland. So. Yeah. It's it's similar manager him and him and Steve Bruce. The thing is, uh, having managed to he's never going to be the most popular mm. choice, is he? Anyway. Hmm. Oh, exactly, she's and look, look at look at what he's done at the minute to this West Ham team. He's coming. He came in for half a season and kept us up, which was his main idea. And then for some ridiculous reason, we didn't give him a contract when we probably should have. And then he's he's come back this um, again last January, and what he's done since he's been here, he's kept us up from relegation uh, last season. He's brought the best out of Antonio. He's brought in some. He's brought two great Czech players in Sufau and uh, Sushek. Declan Rice is absolutely unreal, you know. And, and I think Moisey's got that confidence. Well, I think the same can be said with Steve Bruce. Surely, when he joined Newcastle, they were one of the favourites to go down. Well, what, what, and now, if they win their game in Ham, they're going to be a similar. Yeah, what, they're what, going to be on the same points as West Ham. I just, I just feel like, I'm, like with Steve Bruce, what has he, what has he accomplished as a manager in the in the Premier League, apart from saving the team in relegation? Has he? I'm being serious. I don't really know. Has he been in a top six team? Has he been in Europe? Well, Steve. Before? Well, he has he won the League Cup. I'm trying to think. I do, I like generally ask him. He was I with, don't know. Um, He got Birmingham promoted into the Premier League. Um, he got Hull promoted into the Premier League. Um, he's not. He's not been a blowaway manager in the Premier League, but he's he's done a no. He's done an okay job. No, I, I, I'm not um, saying that. But I just think, as as a manager, I don't, I just don't think that he's got the. He got the. I don't know. No, I'm just going to say I, I I completely agree. You know, getting player teams up um, to the Premier League, like Chris Hewton, we've mentioned him before um, off the podcast, saying you know he's he's classic getting teams from away. Big Sam, he's classic keeping teams in the Premier League. Uh, so is um, the former Stoke manager. Sorry, I got his name. Uh, um, Tony Pulis, you know, and but I, I just like Steve Bruce. I think, in my opinion, he's a he's a good manager for a a low mid table Premier League team. And at the minute, that is what I see Newcastle being like. I know they're having a good start to the season. You know, I've called them inconsistent a lot, and I think there's some games this season where they could have won them if they weren't inconsistent. Mm. They could be in the top three, you know, and. It's, and the thing, it's not impossible for a manager like Steve Bruce to go out and do it. You know, or uh, Ranieri do it at, um, at, yeah. at Leicester. Jesus. You know, we've seen, we've seen it like that. Um, you know, we've seen yeah. Di Matteo win the Champions League. You know, it's not impossible for a, a, a manager like that. But I just don't think he's the best man for Newcastle to Bristol, get them to that next because, level. Look, Steve Bruce does get an unfair... Um, unfairly criticised and he doesn't get the credit he deserves but also this is a man who signed Joe Linton for 40 million mm. but then the same could be said I mean how much was Haller? 
<laughs> no, you don't. We're not on about Haller, mate, are we? Why are you bringing Haller up? Because I'm saying minutes. similar players, do you know what I mean? Both yeah. have failed. And yeah. yeah. Similar players. Joe Linton's yeah. been scoring. Haller's <laughs> not. But as in, I'd rather Joe Linton at the minute. I mean, makes a transfer mistake. I mean, that's not out of yeah. the ordinary, is it? And all I'm going to say is if, if Alan fucking no. Pardew can do a good job one season at Newcastle, anyone fucking can. Because he was an absolute clown. And I know he'd done an alright job at West Ham, but Christ, what a bad manager. <laughs> uh, right. Brad Lark. Are you still there, Bradley? Yeah, I've lost connection, but I'm back now. Oh, well, I was going to call an ambulance. Do you get it? Because you work in an ambulance. Right, get on to the next team, please. Bradley, gives a song. Bradley, Bradley, gives a song. Oh. R-U-R-U-F-R-U-F-C. Okay. <laughs> Leicester versus Everton, Brad. Take it away. Leicester versus Everton, did you just say? Leicester versus Everton. Oh. Oh, yeah, it is Leicester versus Everton. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. yeah, um, yeah. Tricky game. Um, Leicester. I've not really been impressed with Leicester at all in the Premier League. I've said this uh, quite a few times now. Um, they're about to lose the manager as well. Leicester is about to Brendan Rodgers make his way over to uh, Arsenal. Absolute guarantee. I've said this for weeks now. Um, Everton. <laughs> The, 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 you know, they played Chelsea. Chelsea didn't really offer anything in that game. They was quite poor. Um, Everton did a job on them. I think this could be a, a bit of a draw, this game. I can't really see any team getting your brand in this one, to be honest. Mm. I, I, I agree. I think this one's got a draw written all over it. Um, Everton coming off a top win, aren't they? But I, why don't you like Leicester, Brad? It's not that I don't like Leicester. I've just... I've said it for weeks now. I don't like this um, Europa League and Premier League for them. Um, the form really went off when they played in Europa League. It, it has dropped off, um, and I, they just haven't got the depth of the squad. And it's just—I think it's really affecting them, to be honest. But uh, they could prove me wrong. They—they they really could. But like I said, I think a few weeks ago, I don't take Leicester to go any further than Europa League. So. Any other thoughts on that game, lads? I'd go for a Leicester win. I think they had a convincing win against Brighton. Uh, I know Everton had a really good win against uh, Chelsea as well, but I just think with Leicester being at home, having the advantage, I, I do fancy Leicester to come out of the blocks and probably beat Everton, but it's mm. going to be a close scoreline. So it's like 2-1, but you never know. It could be end up like a draw, yeah. like you said. Bristow, cheers. Uh, I, I've two very close teams. I think it, uh, uh, Leicester will nick it due to being at home, but can't really put any. Can't really. I don't really. I, I don't know, Callum. I don't know. It could be Leicester, it could be Everton, it could be a draw. Well, that's why I just have to wait and see. Well, this, it's too good to call. This is why it's I a really prediction show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going to predict it's one of them. I'm going to predict results. an abandonment. 
Shiz? I think oh. Leicester will scrape by, but Everton have been so strange this season. They started so well, and people were saying, oh, Everton for the league, because Rodriguez couldn't stop scoring. Mm. But, um, you know, he hasn't scored for a bit now. Calvin Lewis still putting some good performances. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Everton is a very strange side, aren't they? Um, I think Leicester will just edge the game, but it'll be close. Yeah. Uh, we'll go on to the 8 o'clock kickoffs for Wednesday. Um, what's that? Oh, it's the Crystal Palace fans chanting again. The pride of South London, South London's number one. You know it's true, with a red and blue. Whoa, 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 whoa. West Ham Crystal Palace, Bristow. I really think this is going to be a tough game for West Ham. Uh, last last time, a Wolf was a heart came to the London Stadium. He tore us apart. And um, if we play uh, play a back four, I think we're in big trouble. Uh, we ain't got Masawaku for a long time now. He, he had a knee and he surgery. Uh, I just like, I, I was very very worried about a back four against Leeds, and we got away with it. Uh, because of uh, just playing playing their type of game, but Palace's type of game is give it to Zahar and let him run, and it works. I, I, I'm really, I, I don't know. I'm on edge. I I, I really want to win, but I, I do think we we probably might well, draw this game. Anyone else's thoughts on that one? No. I think it's going to be Crystal Palace's oh, easiest oh, win of the season. Chamber. Wow. God, explain, Bob. Oh, I just think Palace are a miles better team than West Ham. I know the league doesn't say so, but... Is that I mean... why you put West Ham 2-1 <laughs> Palace in your prediction, Joe? I'm having a laugh with you, mate. I'm having a run. I think you're you rattled, Rumble. You, you, you also said Leeds Newcastle will be 2-2, and you also said Leeds will win 2-1. You, you, you well, you know, I, can the I can change. I can change my mind. Don't worry, mate. I was only having a word. No, I did put West Ham, uh, West Ham to win. Just, I think they'll win slightly. I think, you know, they put a good performance against Leeds. And I just think, you know, if they start playing her armour and Bowen up front, I think they'll, How do you think they'll be decent. Like, I can't see them not scoring. I think they'll go. I think they'll go for it. Like, I just, uh, I don't know. I just think you can't just put on to Sahar all the time. I think it's a bit unfair, but nah. they haven't really got anyone else, have they? Mm. So, it's going to be a rarity. Team. I'm going to go with a West Ham win. There you go. I know. It's a rare occasion. Oh my god! I, I can see a West Ham winning that one, and not just a win—a comfortable win. I think a two-three nil in that one. There's no fans, is there, for this game? So that'll be a big wow. difference. You got no fans. You got no grand. <laughs> you got no fans. Yeah. Well, well, last time we played with fans, we lost. <laughs> you want some? I give it you. <laughs> do, do I? Do I deal with me? 
No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think it could be a draw, you know. I think Palace, like Jordan, uh, I'm going to steal Jordan's catchphrase, are our bogey team. Uh, I think uh, it could be I'm going to hand over to draw. Bob. Full and Brighton. Go on, mate. All oh, right, decent. Shiz. Full and Brighton. Talk to me. Oh, um... Well, Fulham obviously played really, really well against Liverpool, and we praised them a lot, you know, on the um, on the Sunday show because they deserved the three points. So it's it's crunch time for them. If they want to stay up, they need to beat Brighton. Yeah. I'm going to say they're going to squeeze it. I think I'm going to I'm going to go with them for a one nil win. Brighton, they're an average side. Don't really offer anything. That, I mean, Danny Welbeck's sort of playing playing a, a bit. Uh, well, better for them, and he's been okay. But I, I, I think this is a turning point for Fulham, and it starts by beating Brighton. I'm going to go Brighton one nil. Um, Fulham one nil. Yeah, I agree. Fulham one nil on that one. Any of you boys? Go on. I disagree. I did. I think. Uh, I, I think Brighton's going to win this one. Um. It's going to be. I think it's going to be a close game, but um, one second. Let me. Do, I, I actually did. Did I put four to No, I've had Brighton two 0 I, I think. I think that's a case. You know, Fulham obviously are not going to play like they did against Liverpool, where they counter attack. They're going to go at um, Brighton, and I think that's going to be a heavy cost for uh, Scott Parker's. Uh, boys, don't uh, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a very quiet game for them. But for Brian, on the other hand, um, I think they're going to they're going to be fine. I think they'll get two goals in the first half and uh, do exactly what Fulham did to Liverpool and just sit back and hold out for a good win because obviously they're both mm. in a relegation. Brad, give us your prediction, matey. Uh, I'm going to agree with Bristow. I actually think Brighton will win this as well. Um, I think they've been quite unlucky in recent games, Brighton. I think they've been playing, to be honest, quite well. I know they're down at the bottom, but they are playing well. Um, they set up really well, and I just, I still think Fulham are or could be the poorest team in this league. I know they're mm. getting some decent results at the minute, but I still look at them and think there's a lot of weaknesses in there. Um, and I think, like she said, I think if Fulham want to stay up, this is a game they need to win. But then again, I'm going to say the same thing to Brighton. If Brighton want to stay up, this is a game they need to win. So, yeah, I, I just fancy Brighton just. Brighton just come off a battering at Leicester as well. Yeah, it was a quite shocking performance. and But um, they, they, they don't really normally play two bad games in a row, Brighton. Um, so I expect them to um, recover and I expect them to take this. Yeah. Chambers, have you uh, joined again? All right, Bon. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. John, just be- sorry, just before you go further, uh, can we have a robbery think... chant? I... <laughs> no, no. Okay. We're past Rotherham now, mate. <laughs> They're done and dusted. <laughs> uh, I think Fulham, I'm with you. I think Fulham will... Who do you think will score for Fulham, Bon? 
It doesn't matter who you think is going to score for Fulham. Uh, um, Bob. Uh, Bobby. Bobby Bob. Reid. Um, <laughs> give us your Bobby prediction. <laughs> give us your prediction. Liverpool versus Spurs, mate. It doesn't matter what your. Pre- I'm joking. Give us your <laughs> prediction. Uh, I think with Liverpool being at home, I think there'll be different uh, gravy when on Wednesday night. So uh, I think I'm going for a. Liverpool win, but I'm not going to say it's as convincing as what I'd normally say. I'm probably going to say 2-1. I think they will concede to Spurs. You know, you've got something Kane up front uh, and you obviously you've got a decent midfield. I just think Liverpool might have that bit extra this next game, especially being at Anfield and having an extra 2,000 fans in. They're doing the world of good, so I think they'll... Uh, I think they'll put in yeah. a different performance that, than they did against Fulham because that was shocking. And if they do that against uh, Tottenham, even at home, I think they'll could be. Well, like I'm going to personally go out and say it. I think we're in for another yeah. Mourinho masterclass, and I'm, I think this is the game where people start taking Spurs seriously. I'm, I've gone with a one-nil Spurs away win. I think they're going to defend their. They're going to play ninety minutes like they did against Chelsea, City, and Arsenal of sitting back and defending, obviously. And I think they're going to nick it. I really do. I think you, you look at Liverpool's defensive mm. uh, worries. They've, they've, they haven't got a recognised centre-half fit. And coming up against Harry Kane and Son, that's going to kick them in the arse. I know they've got Robertson and, and Alexander-Arnold on the, on, the, on the right and the left, but you can't play Matip and, and Fabinho. I don't even know if Matip is fit, is he? I mean, Son and Kane are going to be looking no, at that and is, rubbing, rubbing their lips together. I, th- I think it's going to be like a white woman their lips in the bedroom together. with five black men. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, isn't Josh out for two months? What was that mm. Yeah, he's yeah. set to miss about 13 games or something. I, I'll, uh, I'm going to shock you guys with my prediction, then. and uh, I won't, I'm going to give you the prediction, but I'm actually going to give you what's actually going to happen in the game. So this is a one-off segment called <laughs> Mystic Brew. <laughs> right, everyone's going to expect a Mourinho masterclass, right? I think this is what's going to happen. Tottenham's going to start strong. They're going to have Kane and Son bopping the ball about. You know, everyone's going to think, "Here we go." This is going to be a counter-attacking goal. Liverpool, though, are going to score two quick-fire goals in the first 20 minutes. It's going to it's going to make Mourinho think, I can't do what I did against City and Chelsea and Arsenal. Goes out in the second half, gets an early goal with Hummin Song second half. He thinks, right, we've got to keep pushing on. But then Mane's going to turn up and he's going to grab another. And then it's going to be Tottenham on the other foot. They've got to attack Liverpool and the Liverpool will just defend their arse out and in the last few minutes we'll get a fourth. I'm predicting Liverpool four, Ooh. Spurs one. You heard it here first. <laughs> four one? Cool story, bro. What do you reckon the odds are for that? Four one? Christ. <laughs> I don't know, Bob, what are the odds, mate? That's only on a Friday, mate. I don't know. Ask Bucky's corner. What's your prediction, uh, 
Brad Law. Um, I can't, I can't see Liverpool winning four. Well, I think, you know, I mean Tottenham are playing really well. I've got a feeling Tottenham are going to nick it. Uh, I think you could be right, uh, Cal. Mourinho masterclass. They look brilliant against Man City. They just. They, you know, sent up all the pressure and hit him on the counter. And I think that is the game plan he will have against Liverpool. I, you know, Liverpool, Man City, identical teams, really. You know, they both attack. And I think if they can just sit back Tottenham and then counter this Liverpool team, that defence is shaky. They, they, they can cause some problems and I think they could nick it. I think you look at Liverpool and with the game tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, I think I, I look at... Similar opposition in in Fulham in the t- in, in the way Fulham set up against Liverpool, and um, and Liverpool just couldn't cope with them. You sit, they just couldn't penetrate that back five of Fulham, and they really struggled. And they're going to be doing it against arguably one the arguably the best team in the league. So I think I just can't see him scoring. I really can't. And and Liverpool's defense, Kane and Son, like I said, are going to be laughing at that. Yeah, and the other, the other thing is, uh, like sure. you were saying the other day, Klopp's a bit rattled, isn't he? He does seem rattled, doesn't he? So maybe Liverpool are there for the taking for Spurs. Mm. Well, hopefully for Gerard Julio, um, they can get a win, but we'll see. R.I.P. Uh, we go on to the Thursday games. Um, we're going to go to Aston Villa versus Burnley. What are we looking at here, fellas? Um, yeah, a, a, a good game, I would say. Um, yeah, I think I think Villa will get it. I think Villa will win two one, but it won't be all their way. I think Burnley are going to start mm-hmm. kicking on after uh, beating an average team in Arsenal. So <laughs> I think uh, I think it's time for them to kind of step out a little bit. And I think it's going to be one of those performances for Dyche's team where they'll lose, but. He'll be happy. He won't, obviously won't be happy with the result, but with the performance from the fellas, I think he'll be he'll be uh, he'll be delighted going into this Christmas fixture list. I don't. But on the same side, I think Villa are looking an absolute treat this season. You know, I know they got the, the very late winner against Wolves, but you've got to score to win, as uh, <laughs> some people say in this podcast. Um, so. And I think I think that's what they're doing. They're scoring, which means they are winning. Can we just get and that uh, saying again, please, Bree? What did you say? You need to score to win, was it? So, okay. so to win a game, you need to score a goal. <laughs> you reckon? That's that's a prestige I think with this game. It's going to be a Jack Greenish masterclass, and I'm going to go for Villa to blow away Burnley 3 0. And I'll tell you why because anyone who saw those leaked pictures of Jack Greenish, <laughs> and uh, obviously he's, he had a bit of fun a couple of weeks back, and it was all in the media and uh, all on social media. But he, it's going to take time to recover from that sort of session, you know, with, with, the, with the size of the. Uh, the uh, treat that he enjoyed on that night. So he's going to come back strong <laughs> and he's going to inspire a 3 0 or maybe 4 uh, 0 Villa, Villa route. <laughs> and I will let you know that Jack Grulish is out of that game on Thursday. 
Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you let it go for he's that not, long. He's, 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 he's not really, I don't know if he is or not. <laughs> Unless there's a... I'll tell you what, though, as well. I've been impressed by Martinez, you know, who, who's ex-Arsenal. We let mm. him go. He looks a really good keeper. I can't believe, you know, we let him go. I'd so probably easily. say he's been probably the best keeper in the league this season. Oh, don't start this. <laughs> yeah, that's debatable. Well, I mean, Martinez has kept well. the joint that's highest good. clean sheets in the league. With Lloris. Well, there we go. We'll Him, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree with him. I agree with Shiz there. All right, decent. <laughs> Got him, Brad. Like, give us, give us, a, give us a prediction. You know what? Uh, yeah, I think Brad. Brad, stop, t- stop touching yourself under the table. And give us a prediction. Uh, yeah, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> yeah, fucking. Oh. Scott McTominay. I've gone. <laughs> or Jack Cork. <laughs> Scott McTominay, yours. <laughs> no, um, back onto the game. I think uh, I think Jim has got this completely right, to be honest. Uh, I think Aston Villa will blow Burnley away. Burnley, I've said this, you know, they really are poor defensively. I can't believe they kept a clean sheet, to be honest. Um mm. The other night, um, to be honest, me, if Burnley finish outside the relegation zone, it will be only by one place. They are going to be, you know, either relegated or will finish one place above it for me. So, yeah, I think it's a game that Aston Villa will win and I think they'll win quite comfortably. Bray? Yeah. You say me? Wait, who's not giving it? I've already, I've already gave you my prediction, mate. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Bon. Uh, bon. I agree with Brad and uh, Shiz. I think they'll. I don't think they'll blow them away, but I've gone for a two-nil win. I think they've just the the miles mm. better than Burnley. I agree Burnley with. Uh, to offer other I really. agree. I, I can see a one-nil win in that one. So I think a tight game, really tight game, but um, I think Villa will scrape it. Scrape it, and then finally we'll get on to the last and final game of the Premier League midweek games. Uh, we, I mean, it's going to go one way in it. Sheffield United three 0 <laughs> Sheffield United versus Man United. <laughs> go on, Brad. <laughs> Treated. Uh, well, if if they don't win this, Man United, uh, they can all go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> Because that this 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 is it. This is it for me. If they don't win this game, yeah, they can literally go fuck themselves and literally just swim back to Manchester or something. Because if they don't beat this team, there is something seriously wrong, and I mean seriously wrong. Um, I've, I I don't need to keep saying it. You know, I'm a, I'm a realist. You know, I, I don't live in you know, in Neverland. You know, I know Man United are not very good. You know, it, <laughs> nobody nobody seems to think that. Nobody seems to think that we win a game and we're in fucking flying high. Sorry for the language, but it is the truth. Hmm. Um, if they don't win this game, for me, Solskjaer can piss off with Arteta out of football management. You know, 
absolutely get the tactics right. Hit Sheffield United straight from the whistle. Go at them. Go at them. Don't sit back. Don't do not sit back. I don't want to see this seven defender crap. Um, they need to go at Sheffield United and score some goals. Score, you know, you you need to, you know, if you want to win a game, you need to score a goal. And uh, you know, uh, they need to do something. I Thank want you. to see a comfortable, comfortable victory. I don't want a one nil or two one, and then we go, oh, we're back because we're not back. This should be three four nil solid. But, you know, it could be one of them games where Sheffield United think, well, it's only Man United, let's have a go at them. And you don't know what could happen, but he's got to get the tactics right. I don't want to see two central defensive midfielders in this team. Just go for it. Just go for mm-hmm. it. Um... Brad, uh, so last year, when Sheffield United were like a decent team, would you have taken the 2-1 out Bramall Lane? Would you have taken the 2-1 win or... Or something. Well, as no, to not really, mate. When because they were, I'm like, a realist. Man United have been shit for about five, six years. They've, they've not, you know, whoever says Man United's been good are talking out their ass. You, you know, they might have finished second, you know, under Mourinho, and last year they, you know, got third. But they wasn't great, was they? I mean, they was lucky. I mean, teams around them really underperformed. And last year, no, I wouldn't have put that. No, it's Sheffield United. You know, if you're happy with getting a result, uh, I mean, a draw at Sheffield United, then fair enough, but I'm not. You know, and I don't think anybody is. You know, It's just abysmal, and I feel sorry for everybody, you know, obviously not at the minute, but all these people who buy the tickets to watch them because, you know, they're spending their hard money and they're watching a pile of shit. You yeah. Know, I, you know, and, and that's the... You know the true fact. You know they've got season ticket holders spending seven, eight hundred, nine hundred pound, whatever it is, for a season ticket to go and watch that pile of crap. You know, yeah. You'd sooner go and watch your local town play than that at the minute. There's just no, there's no nothing in there, absolutely nothing. So, but, it, but, it, but like I say, you know, if people are happy about that. That's fine. It's, that's, that's a typical Man United fan for you, isn't it? You know, if they're happy with what they're seeing, if you're signing some old players, then fair enough. That was what floats your boat, but. You just need to live in the real world and see what's actually going on around you. And um, yeah, but so yeah, I'm ex- if they don't win this, that's it. And go fuck themselves. I I think I think you're going to struggle this game. I really do. I think it's going to be a similar game to to the one you had against West Brom. I don't think you're going to be at the races. I don't like United at the moment. I think they're pony. Um, I think it's going to be. Oh, it's a tough one. I. I if you don't win that, then like you said, there's something seriously wrong. But I think there's something seriously wrong, so I'm going to go with a draw in that one. I don't think you'll beat. Them. I think I think Sheffield United will turn up. I think you'll you'll play poorly. Yeah, it won't. It won't surprise me. And you wouldn't be shocked though, would you? If Sheffield United, this is the you thing. Wouldn't be shocked. You you if if United got a, Sheffield United got a point, I don't think many people would be like, oh wow, because United are so poor. And, and so inconsistent. Yeah. But you need to win that game, don't you? Jesus Christ. If you don't beat Sheffield United, there's something wrong. Yeah, but that's it. You know, it, it must but be... there is something wrong. Yeah, there, there is clearly something wrong. But yeah, it should be a free point. Of course it should. Mm. You know, this this team who they're playing, are, you know, are pants. They're absolutely shite. And you know the, the rock bottom of the league, and if we can't beat these, then they will pack the suitcases and piss off. 
<laughs> so that's my, that's my opinion. I'm I'm living in the real world. If people are happy that I mean, people say you know, can we get top four? That's that's what Man United's aiming. That's a trophy for Man United at the minute. Top four. Are you mean you taking a mm. you taking a joke or something? It's like what Arsenal used to be. They used to celebrate finishing fourth. Yeah, but, United have turned into that Arsenal team under Wenger. Yeah, but you don't get remembered for finishing fourth. You know, you remember your, your, your childhood sports days? You know, you, you know, how do your parents felt when you finished fourth? Yeah, they said to you, oh, well done. But really, inside, I think, oh, for God's sake, what an absolute waste. You know? Well, that's what my mum and dad said to me, because I finished tenth every time. Well, there you, well, there you go, then. <laughs> I got disqualified in my uh, race because apparently I put my foot in another yeah. person's leg I, when he put his foot in I my leg. I used to play rugby, but there was an incident in Rotherham and with me and a few other fellas. I don't really want to talk about it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to the bomb. Sheffield United, you know, Manchester United bomb. Yeah. I think that Man United are going to actually walk this one. I think they can. I think they'll win three 0 I think you know. I think they've got to go all that attack against them. I think, you know, Sheffield United have been very poor in all aspects of the game. So, for me, I think this is a perfect chance for Man United to try and get three a good three points. And I think I'm with Bradley, like, they've got to win 3-4-0. They've got to. What do you reckon? They've got the to put the performance in half in. 3-0. Cheers. About 3-0, mate, if not 4. Yeah, I yeah. think I agree with James on this one because... Sheffield United is so poor, and like it's Ollie, it's Ollie's job on the line. If he if he doesn't get a result and a good result here, then he might as well pack his bags and go. But I'd be interested to, to, in Bradley's opinion on this. What what will it take to get Man United to be challenging for a title again? And realistically, do you think that are we talking about in like five years time, a five year plan, or because I just think they're so far off. Man, Man City and Liverpool and Spurs now that it's going to take drastic changes internally within the club to get a Man Yeah, Man United will never win the league whilst the Glazers are in charge. They will not win it. Um, and whilst they've got that um, bell end of him, Edward Wood in, they'll never, ever win that league again. They won't, they will not. Because there's no ambition, there's, there's no, you know, thinking of the future. I mean, who brings in Cavani at 34 years old? Who does that? What is the point? <laughs> you know, and, you know, I, I said this, actually, when they brought uh, Ibrahimovic in, and I said, what is the point? You know, someone tell me the point, because he's watching a new season. That's it. There's, there's no future in that. You know, the, the, the whole philosophy of... Well, I can't say the word, but whatever, has gone out of the club. It's gone. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely gone. It's non-existent. They're not bothered, you know? Mm. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if I took my boots to Old Trafford. I'd probably get a game. Um, it, that's how bad it is. No one wants to play for them. No one wants to play. They just want to take the money and just go. And no one's interested. It's what Man United's turning now into like a big bank. I mean, look, I said this weeks and weeks ago. The club's up for collateral if the Glazers fail. 
So if any if they go in debt, United suffers. They you know they're not bothered, not bothered at all. But that's a different story. You know, I, I've said it before about this Man United team. It's absolutely shocking. I would only take two players from it. That's all I'd keep. All I would I would only keep Bruno Fernandez and I'd keep Rashford. Oh, well, and probably Henderson. That's probably it. That's all I keep. I won't keep anybody else. What about McTominay? What do you think? <laughs> I'm not. I'm even gonna get. I've, I've told you what I think of that guy. <laughs> you know, he is the Scottish Palmland version of Granite Xhaka. That's how bad I rate. The, you know, that's how I rate this person. He's awful. He's absolutely awful. And I've got nothing against him, and I've got nothing against all the other players I've been calling, but they're not United players. They're not. And we're just signing all the shit ones and letting go, letting go all the good ones all the time. I mean, they let go of Maram Fellaini and stuff. I mean, he was better than he, he was better than uh, McTominay. He's better than Fred. Chris Smalling, he, he he was better than Maguire. He's better than Lindelof. Ashley Young, he's better than Juan Basaka. I've said this, and no, everyone laughs at me and calls me a clown, but he is. You know, that's the problem with United. We just sell all the good, sell all the <laughs> decent ones, and keep all the shit ones. And no one, they've got no idea, no clue. Doesn't know what he's doing. You know, told you FIFA tactics. Are they going to freestyle? Not a clue. <laughs> Not a clue. <laughs> cannot cannot set up. To win a game of football, he has no idea. They don't press the ball, they don't do, they don't run for the ball, they don't track back, they don't do nothing. You know, mm. it, it's it's like a game of FIFA. They just run around doing their own little thing. Individual <laughs> brilliance. That's all they do. Right. Um, so yeah. <laughs> More fun. Go on, go on in Brewtown. Let's get your cheeky prediction in. It bet, it bet, it better be cheeky. Okay. Um, oh, it's going to be as cheeky as you like. Um, I think uh, United are going to win this game. I do. Cheeky. I think they're going to score a goal, which means they can, they can win it after scoring. Um, I don't know. I just I, I think this could be. I think I said it before. I think if United go for it, like Bradley's been saying, and the other two, the other lads, sorry, have been saying. Um, I don't see why they can't do what City do against uh, Burnley. Kind of push them away. But on the other side of things, all it takes is a bad United first half, Sheffield United to grab a goal. And you know what it's going to be? It's going to be a, uh, a Chris Wilder masterclass. You know, it's, he's going to go and sit 11 plays behind the ball. And I'm not being funny, but if you've got 11 plays behind the ball, Fulham mm. showed it uh, the other night, you can keep out of team. Whether whether your whether your players are half decent or not, but in all reality, it should be United convincing win. But the way that United are at the minute, it could be Solskjaer <laughs> sitting next to Arteta the job think, yeah, on a Friday right. morning. It really could be because if he if he, if you lose if you draw to the thing is, and it, it's probably going to wind Brad up as well. If you draw to Sheffield United, his job's safe because you've still got a point. And people will go, oh, well, Bramall Lane, it's a hard place to go. Where did you hear that? Were they at the office? I've done one there. It's not exactly hard. Is it? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that voice was. <laughs> but, um, uh, but if you 
the thing is as well, I think, Brad, I completely agree with what you said. If you batter um, Sheffield United, the amount of Man United fans will go, go, we're back, we're back. Don't worry, boys, we're gonna, we're gonna finish top four that again this season, it. and we're gonna win the league next. <laughs> Get fucked, honestly. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. It, honestly, you it will, and people will say that, you know. But if you lose, if he hasn't, if you lose and he has not been sacked, that fucking club is fucking bad, rock bottom. Sorry for swearing. It's just, but mm. you know, if Arsenal, if Arteta loses to Southampton, right, um, and he doesn't get sacked, I understand it in a sense because he's won two trophies with them, you know, and. Uh, and that's the only reason that I can kind of see is if um, if the owners can think, oh, he has got he has got something here, whether or not we all think he has or hasn't. He, 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 you know, if he's won two trophies and he's having a bit of a slump, you know, the the owners might think different. If Solskjaer keeps his job if he loses to Sheffield United, but they the don't know what the hell the they'll be doing the because he hasn't won anything. <laughs> yeah, and that's the, that's the problem. Oh yeah, obviously. But you know, you know, you're around the Champions League. That that in itself is ridiculous because you know, people like other people say about going out of the Champions League. Oh, it was a mm. tough group, though. Yeah, but you won your first two games. It weren't a tough group because you beat PSG away and beat Leipzig five 0 at home, and then you go over to um, Turkey and you just defend like absolute idiots. You know, like that. It weren't, it weren't, that, it weren't the fact best, that the though, group was tough, it's the fact that your team was shit. In the Champions League now, they would have gone through. If Chelsea, City or Liverpool were in that group, in, in replacing the United, they would have gone through. Yeah, 100%. That, that, that and the thing is, it, it just, I don't get it. And I think um, it, it's, hmm, it's so weird because... You know, we, we we when we were growing up, it was Arsenal, Man United. You know, going for the titles; those games were huge. You know, we can add in the Chelsea's and all that. Jazz. You know, when it was Man United versus Arsenal, you 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 were like you were ready. And now, you know, they both had the glory they together, and now they're having the downsides together. You know, they're in the same boat. They've got two managers, two former players. Who don't know what their tactics are? They don't know what their best team is. I'm, I'm sorry to bring Arsenal back into the conversation, but it's a carbon copy of each other. You know, it doesn't matter about the league table; it's about what is going on. They're both in the Europa League now. They've both got managers who are out of their depth and are surviving somehow on just slight wins. You know, if Arsenal beat Southampton, people will go, "Oh, maybe that's fine." You know, Southampton are a good team. But for me, if he loses, he's got to go. If he wins, he's got to win convincingly to just turn a few heads and think, you know, can he do anything here? But, or yeah, he'll win a game and then he'll go United, into Leeds and he'll get back that's to it. be back to square one. You know, typical Man United fans eat the prawn sandwiches and they watch the football. Mm. You know, I'm gonna say, you know, I'm gonna say this, and this is the truth. Man United has always been a tourist football team. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that, that hurts people. It is the truth. Um, you go to a Man United game, and I would say, you know, the average seventy nine thousand. Out of them, seventy nine thousand, I'd say there's fifteen to twenty thousand real Man United fans. The rest, it's their first game. 
they're kids and they haven't got a clue what's going on. You know, every time I've been, I've seen some clueless people just shouting, United, United. That's all they do. They're not interested. And that's the problem with this football mm. team. And that's why nothing will get done. Because I've seen, mm. you know, these fan channels, they're going to do a walkout. You're never going to get a walkout at Man United, ever. You might get... Well, maybe... You're never going to get well, it. Well, Brad, you, you, well, maybe maybe Cal, Cal Petty should stop going then if he's doing that. Well, I'm just, be, I'm, I'm just being realistic. I'm just being realistic. I mean, people say that Man United is the biggest team in the world. Yes, they are, for commercial-wise. But supporter-wise, you know, yes, they've got them, but no one cares. And this is... This is the big problem with Man United, I mean, everyone's happy because they're signing key, big players that were from years and years ago, like Cavani. I mean, he was a big player. That signing should happen 10 years ago. Not now. That's mm. a 10 year ago signing. But people are happy with that because they see it as a, a star player from years ago and think, oh, he's at United now. He's going to do magic. However, me, and I, I call myself a proper fan. I, I do. You know, I sl- slate Man United all the time. I don't, you don't see me chant, you know, you know, glory group Man United because I don't. You know, I'm talking the truth. I see what I see, and they're never going to get sorted. The Glazers have got to go. They need a director of football in, and people need to see the bigger picture. You know, because they're taking the money off you. You're taking your fifty pounds, sixty pounds for your shirts, and you're not. You're clueless. You know, they'll they'll beat Sheffield United Thursday night. They'll beat them three four nil. They will, and everyone will say back. This is it. We can push for top four. No, we can't push for top four because we're not good enough. And people need to wake up. And I keep, like I said, on these fan channels, they're going to walk out. They're not going to walk out. 10,000 might walk out. You can't keep a bunch of tourists out. That's what they've come for. And it's just ridiculous. People need to wake up. You know, you either support Man United or you just want to talk about them and, you know, pick which one you want. If you don't, if you just want to talk about the name, piss off to the other end of Manchester. Go and support that scum. You know they'll take that. You know, you know, back your team properly, and you know, look at them for what they are because they're a pile of fucking shit. End of. Tell you what, though, with City, they are proper supporters at City. You reckon? I reckon eighty percent of their fan base are. Hardcore city, really? Been there through thick and thin. Past couple of away games, I've been there. I've been half the thin stadiums empty. Well, yeah, well, that's what I mean. Though eighty percent of that stadium is still proper hardcore city. Well, yeah, of course, yeah, because all people from Manchester are city fans. You know, you look at the majority mm-hmm. of Man United sports; it's actually from London. Yeah, you know, isn't it, Jez? You know, London they support Man United. I know it's strange, <laughs> but they do. But what I, but it, uh, it doesn't matter where you're from as long as you follow your team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get. Um, yeah, I get that. But people don't. I, I agree. We no, that's what I mean. I do agree with you in that sense. That people that just go there for a day out, it, it does ruin it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's it's not that I'm getting at that. I'm just saying that people need to if need to wake up. You know, mm. they're awful. It, it, it's yeah. not acceptable. People, and this what I'm trying to say is all these people who are spending the money on season tickets and they go every week and whatever. And, and I. The away games, if you've not got a season ticket, is, you know, it's more than the bloody home games. It, it's ridiculous. For, for that performances that they put up, it's absolutely shocking. And it's, I just feel sorry for the, the proper fans because they mm. get it and everyone else just seems to think everything's all right because they see Man United with a W next day. They win, win a game and that's it. But it's not like that. It's not. But, mm. but that's, that's a completely different subject. But Yeah. Well, fellas, well, they're the predictions. Uh, I have got one last little um, 
challenge for us to do before we all go off. So I want us to name one to eleven um, of the current team of the season. So I, w- I just want who who you think has been the best the best players this season in the Premier League. We'll go with a four four two. We'll start with the goalkeeper. Who are we having in goal, fellas? This season's performances. Um. Yeah. Can we, well, are we all yeah. picking yeah, one player? Yeah, we can do. I'm going to start uh, off and start. give it to Mendy, yeah, you, Chelsea Mendy. goalkeeper, just for the instant impact he had. Okay. I'm going to give it to. Um. I think Larice Mendy as well. Oh, I'll go Martinez. Martinez. So Bradley. So Bradley's automating. I think he's bang out. Mendy just. Right, so we've got Mendy in goal. We're going to go with two centre halves. Bomb. Oh, uh, you got to look at. Ariel, don't you? I think for one, and I would probably go with you can't name a centre back, that's his problem. I I, honestly, I couldn't tell you this one. Uh, Adam the <laughs> Fonda. <laughs> Pick any centre back, Bob. Any any centre back. <laughs> I'd probably go with. Uh... Oh, <laughs> Bristow. I'm going to go with Kurt Zuma. Kurt Zuma. Um. Oh, this it is tough. Isn't it? Uh, I would go with Toby Aldevaro. And uh, Angelo Ogbonna. Mm. And I only Ogbonna because he's the improvement Just... he's had this season is phenomenal. I'm going to go Tyrone Mings because I never liked Tyrone Mings at all, but he's been quite good this season and he looks yeah. like quite a bit, a bit of a leader on the pitch. And then... Um, I... <laughs> it sounds like she's going towards <laughs> being an Aston Villa. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to because uh, <laughs> Arsenal's making me too depressed. And now gonna, I'm going to go <clears> to um, John Stones because he's obviously copped a lot of stick in his career, but it looks like he's finally getting to that level where everyone thought he would be. Playing out from the back, mm. but solid also defensively. Uh, Brad? Uh, Harry Maguire and Victor Lindelof. <laughs> No, no, I'm absolutely kidding. Um, for me, I would. I'm going to say Kyle Walker. I know he's not predominantly a centre back, but he has played that role. I think he's played it well. well. And I'm going to go for Eric Dyer. Eric Dyer. Yeah. Okay, I was. I agree with you. I, I'm. I'm saying Eric Dyer just for his improvement this season. Um, and how he's blended into that defence so easily. It was between him and Alderweireld. But I'm also going to agree with Shiz. I'm going to say Tyron Mings. I think he's been phenomenal this season for Villa. Um, yeah. Have you, have you thought he'd been better than Alcona? Yes. 
I'm not saying he's not. I just... I, I, but I, 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 Jerry, I think Obon has had an absolute wonderful season. <laughs> I think okay. Mings has got the best. Um, I think he's blocked the most shots in the in the Premier League this season. Mings. Yeah, I think Obon has cleared the well, most. So uh, who we have him? Crosses in counts. <laughs> so they're even. How about that? Yeah. Well, how many did Oliverald? Do you know? I think it's Mings Oliverald and uh, Dyer. So who didn't pick Oliverald? Yeah. Whoa. So older Verald oh. or Dyer? Me. So, so we're having oh, Old Verald and Mings. Uh-huh. Uh, we'll go to left back, Bon. Uh, I'm going to go with Chilwell. Because he's scoring a lot of goals, he's scored a couple of goals and he's uh, assisted quite a lot. I'm just impressed by Joe. I think he's an unbelievable talent. Brad, um, yeah, I think I actually agree with that. Yeah, too well. Bree, what? What, uh, what position is, is the Lamptey right for Brighton? Yeah. Okay. Right back. Okay. Is he right back? Cheers. I'll go with Chilwell. I would go Chilwell as well. I was really thinking about uh, Lucas Dean, Dean yeah, mm-hmm. but, but he's not consistent. I enough, would have said Cresswell. So I'm going to go Chilwell. I was joking. I think <laughs> Cresswell was a centre back, mate. Just, just another shout out for another left back there. I oh, you weren't. <laughs> Regulon, yeah, he's been class, hasn't he? I think him or Chilwell. Actually, I'm going to change That's my mind. I'm actually going to go Regulon over Chilwell. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what you think. It doesn't matter. We've already had three votes for Chilwell. Let's go in the <laughs> uh, we're going to go to right-back, Spruy. Uh, we'll go to Shears. Uh, Kufa, Wester. Oh, this is a hard position. I, I, I'm a bit biased because yeah. I've got Kufel in my fantasy team, and he's been, and he's been very impressive. And Brad, he's been a surprise package. Um, Aaron Wambasaka. <laughs> no, yeah, of course I am. I, I agree with Shiz. Uh, uh, Talking out your own. I would have said I, I, I was going to say Serge Aurier, but we'll go with uh, Foul. So that's our back four and goal. So Mendy, Alderweireld, Mings, Kufal, and who is it? Left back Chizers. So we're going to go with the left wing. Who are we having in left midfield? Cheers. I'll start with Brad. Hmm. A bit difficult, that really. Mm. Can you come back to me? I'll come back to you, Bree. Um, Jota. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I'll, I'd put been playing a more left wing, hasn't he? I'd, uh, only because we got only have two strikers, and I've got my two strikers in mind. I'm gonna put some on the left wing. 
personally. I'd, I'd play him left wing. Uh, I'll go to Bon. Uh, what's that Southampton left mid? Is it the? I don't know his name. Uh, Japan, he's new. Japan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I like the look of him. I think he's decent. Uh, he us a shout. Mm. I, I, I like Zajac this season, but um, is he more right wing than left wing? Zajac. The hacking. Who's that? Uh, sorry, Zajac. Yeah. Oh, Z. Oh, Zajac. Yeah. yeah, right well, on wing. On the left, I'll go. I'm. I'm because of his impact, Brett. I'll go Jota. Uh, I'm going to go Mane. So it's going to be Jota then, won't it? Jota mm-hmm. on the left. Uh, we'll go right midfield. Brewing. It's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, right midfield. Um, Bradlaugh, uh, Rashford. Uh, come back to me. Come back to me. And I'm being serious. Bomb. Oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> decent. Cheers. Yeah, come back to me, mate. Right wing, right mid, right wing. You mean, you mean right wing or? Well, I'll stick to my Ziyech. choice that I said for left. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you there. Ziyech, Ziyech or... Yeah. I've been, again, another Spurs player. Uh, Bergevin, I've been impressed with this season. I'd, 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 I'd... He's been good. Salah? If you go, if you go right wing, players, then I'll, I'll go with Salah. <laughs> and then Bruy? <laughs> hmm. Oh... I'm going to go okay. with Zia. Yeah, but there, I'm, I'm going to put a good shout out so to Charles Bowen. We've got. Um, I think he's been unreal. Zia. Yeah. Uh, in the centre midfield. Ooh. Zia. Go on then. I've, go on then. Name one of them. I've, I've got, got my two right. straight away. Cheers. Uh, uh, Bruno. <laughs> uh, see the Jacker on it. Oh, Nene, isn't it? <laughs> no, seriously, it's Fernando. It's got to be Bruno. Brad, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bruno FC, mate. Individual player. FC. Bruno Fernandez. And then I presume that's what you're going with, John. Uh, I'll agree. And then my second one would be Declan Rice, which yeah. is a rarity for me to say because I've not been very, um, very supportive of West Ham this year, but he's looked good. So, yeah, Declan Rice for me. Brad? Uh, is it Hoiberg at Tottenham? Hoiberg, yeah, good shout. He's been good, hasn't he? Yeah. Bristow? Uh, it's tough for me. I'm either... It's out of Rice or James Ward-Prowse. Um, Cheers. I'm going to go with Rice because I, I love Rice. I'm going to go for yeah. a Spurs player. Sorry to... Sorry to say, okay, yeah, yeah, sad, yeah, sad thing to say, but and uh, and then we'll go with uh, George. <laughs> so Declan Ross, it is. <laughs> I'm going to go with James Ward Prowse. Uh, so right, the top two. So I'll say mine straight away. Because, <laughs> and if we're not having, I, I just don't see how you can leave Son out. Uh, so I'm going to have Kane and Son. 
It was going to be Kane and uh, Dominic Calvert Lewin, obviously top goal scorer, but you can't leave the part. You can't leave one of them two out. So yeah, Kane and Son for me. Yeah, I agree. Chuckle Brothers, Son and Kane all day long. Great. Well, it's annoying now because uh, I forgot about Kane. Oh, and Son. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, oh, can I, can I take so... out Jota and put Son in for my pick? And I'm, and, so it's now and I'm Son. Put... So Son will right, be on so, left uh, I'm, I'm, I'm substituting Jota so... for Son, and then up front. I'm... Yeah. Okay. So yeah, and then Kane, up front Kane is and, uh, Harry Kane and Calvert Lewin. Kane and uh, Calvert Lewin. Bro, you've you've said for the past couple of podcasts that you put Mane behind uh, Messi and Ronaldo, and he does not even get into your team. <laughs> You've not even mentioned him. Shut once. up, Bradley. <laughs> <sighs> You've been Rumbo. <laughs> I have been Rumbo. I oh, know. I I do think oh, he is. God. But yeah. Um. All right. Take out. I tell you what. Take out Calvert Lewin. He's absolutely. Take out Calvert Lewin. Put Son right. up front wait, with Kane wait, and put Manny on. Confused now. Wait. So. You've absolutely what? rattled me. So it's gone. So it's so it's gone from. I think I'm changing my left wing to Mane, and up front I'm having absolutely rattled him. So you leave. So you're leaving Son out the team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he plays on the wing. Right. No, Son's going up front instead of oh, Calvert Lewin. Right. Oh God. Oh. Yeah, but I don't care anymore. <laughs> Who else said Marnie for the left? Me, Marnie and Marnie. You've rattled right, me too much. Right. To I'll go with Son and uh, Son and Kane. Bris- Bristow said yours. Uh, it's Son and Kane, isn't it? Shiz. Oh, I'm going to go for Calvert Lewin and Kane. So there we have it, fellas. So we've got Menny in goal. At left back, we've oh, got okay. Chiswell. Centre half, we've got Mings. Uh, next to Alderweireld. On the right, we've got Suchek. Suchek. Marnie on the left. Bruno Rice midfield. On the right-hand side, we've gone for... Who do we go for on the right? Ziyech. And then up front, Son and Kane. That's an incredible team. I'm sure Ziyech has gone twice in this team. <laughs> you what? I'm sure Ziyech was playing at right mid. Now he's playing up front. He's, he's playing right wing. Ah, right. Oh, God, you've been rattled. I'm right playing right you've wing. Been, you've been Royal Rumble. You put bloody Manny at bloody left midfield. Oh, he rattled. I didn't pick Manny. Are you joking me? Mm-hmm. No, he's left wing. You can't. You've put Son at left wing. No, we haven't. Manny oh, is my left wing. We're playing Son and Kane up front. <laughs> no, they both play <laughs> left wing, them two players. I know. Oh, you're so rattled, it's unbelievable. Because you can't leave out quite, Kate. Or you can't leave yeah, out. Yeah, but oh, I, understand we're, that. I know. No. I understand that rules are rules. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd be picking Son over Marnie anyway, but that's a different story, isn't it? <laughs> team of the week, there you we go. We should do this feature that's every week, idea. team of the week. Right, fellas, well, thanks for joining. I will just read out um, Cal and Zach's predictions because mm-hmm. I messaged him. Cal thinks it's going to be a. Th- 3-0 Sheffield United win. 
uh, and Zach thinks it's going to be nil-nil. So thanks for joining us this week and uh, we'll see you next week.